Welcome in. What's right with Nick Wright, episode 214. Uh, we got to get right to it. I'm a little discombobulated today. I didn't sleep in my own bed last night. Slept in a hotel 10 blocks from my house because my house was no heat, no hot water, getting a whole thing, new boiler system installed. And so we had heat and hot water, but we did, it wasn't working properly. In order to get it working properly, they had to cut everything off. And so we had to go. I was just going to, you know, brave it out, Demonze. But guess who in the family thought it was just... Uh, non-viable option to, you know, <laughs> sleep under an extra cover. Because it was not your mother. No, no. It was your bougie 10-year-old sister who was like, <laughs> you're joking, right? What do you mean? I was like, we, you take a cold shower. <laughs> you're joking, Daddy. Daddy, you're joking. We have to. Are we going to Nana's or are we going to a hotel? I mean, she just. I, I went oh when we got home. Gosh. The heat hadn't been working all day. The house was at sixty-three degrees, which is obviously cold, but not like dangerous. It's and she crazy was like, you we say can't that. Stay here because I was almost like so. I was so sure it was mom that said that. The fact that it was Deanna kind of surprises me. Um, but well, I mean, listen, hey, things buddy, are changing. You and your sister have been gone long enough that your little that your baby sister is now. Simply your mom with some of my facial features. That's it. The, uh, I, I just live with a grown version of your mother and a miniature version of your mother and Dexter. That's my life. Hey, and Dexter's you a good trade-off. Mean? <laughs> she and, yeah, got Dexter's Dexter great. In there. Um, right. And by the way, I don't Dexter. I I think the last time he he uh, boarded at the vet. They partially lobotomized him or something. He has turned into the most chill dog. He is like, just hangs out, lays around. It's really shocking. I don't know. He's just like the last four months, he's gone from total maniac to mostly chill, which is You know, great. secretly, I think it was Dior, but uh, I've got a You think Dior did that. something to him? No, I think you Dior have a theory? Like, causes him to be like wild. She amps him up. Oh. Oh, you know what? Yeah. That might be right. You yeah. know what? That might be right. All right, let's get to the show. Here's what missed the cut. The Pro Bowl skills competition happened. Listen, I understand why they try to change things up. I get it. You can't play a tackle football game. But whenever there's a skills competition, there's no winners, only losers, and poor Jalen Hurts just whiffing on those one-pointers. Not a, you know That's going to follow him a bit. Will Travis Kelsey be on the new Taylor Swift album? I'm going to guess no. And Michael Buble. Does shrooms at the NHL All-Star Draft, allegedly? He later denied it, evidently. Those are, I got to say, oh. that was in a seven-word sentence. That was three things I don't care about. The <laughs> NHL All-Star Draft, Magic Mushrooms, and Michael Buble. You could not have created a shorter sentence that jam-packed more things I'm not interested in than you did right there. Psychedelic drugs, a sport I don't know the rules to, and Michael Buble, who I know is a famous musician, but I don't know what instrument he plays or if he's a singer. Not familiar with any of I'm still kind of confused on how like it's alleged, like why they suspected I, that he was on shrooms. I, I, I don't know. I think they, I literally have... Oh, he said it and then denied it, is I think the way okay. it went down. But I am really right now flying blind. Like the producers could have been totally duped by some deep fake, <laughs> and I'm going to be the one that gets but sued by Blue Blay here. All right, <laughs> let's get 
right get in let's get right into the show go ahead pal all right so it's super bowl week and for some reason it doesn't seem like anybody is on the niners side uh you know obviously everybody down at kansas city all year except for you but now that it's super bowl time it seems like everybody's on kansas city side uh how are you feeling about the current situation i'm feeling great i also i also reject this premise the niners Uh are favorites and they 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 were they opened at three immediately got bet down to one and now have been bet back up to two and a half. And the Niners sending out a tweet saying against all odds, then this will be the (laughs) Niners 20th football game this year. Demonze of the 20 games, guess how many they were favored in this is their 20th game of the year. Yeah. I, Niners this year, I, 20, if not 19, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, 20. I can't really. It, they're the yeah. first team in seven years to be favored in every single game they've played all season. They will, at, once the Super Bowl has been played, they will tie the record for most games favored in a single season. Now, again, it's a longer season, but there's right. only been six teams in NFL history favored in even 19 games throughout the year, and the Niners have already done that. Uh, so. There is a real unique... So here's how I'm feeling. I am feeling confident. I am feeling confident because the Niners... Let's just talk about what the Niners have been dealing with on both sides of the ball versus what the Chiefs have been dealing with, okay? The Niners have played two bottom 10 defenses in the NFL. I would argue two of the worst defenses that made the playoffs in the Packers and the Lions. And Purdy looked shaky for the first three quarters of both of those games. All right? So that's the Niners' offense, which has been kind of in fits and starts against mediocre to bad defenses. And now you are playing what I believe to be well, what is undoubtedly one of the three best defenses in football, and I believe arguably the best defense in football. Now, the Niners' defense, on the other hand, has played Jordan Love in his second playoff game ever, and Jordan Love's good, but it was his second playoff game ever, and Jared Goff, who's good, but he's Jared Goff. And that defense looked like it was susceptible, certainly, against the run, and had trouble uh, wreaking havoc, had trouble getting pressure. Now they are playing the most talented quarterback to ever live. Now let's turn it around. The Chiefs, what defenses have they faced? Round one, an injured, mediocre Dolphins defense, but in the third coldest game ever played in NFL history. Round two, the number four scoring defense in the league in Buffalo, granted dealing with some injuries on the road. Round three, the defense everyone said was the best defense in the league, and now they get the Niners. Now, it's not as if the Chiefs Defense wasn't simply, a problem in the Ravens game. No, no, I th- that you're right. Well, yes and no. The defense was the reason they were in the big hole. The defense allowed 17 first-half points, but yes. then the defense obviously tightened they held up. up. But my right. point is, for the Chiefs, there's going to be an element of you know, going from getting in a hot tub and then jumping in a pool 
the the reverse of that, I guess, would be is what I'm saying. Where what you've gotten used to, now you're dealing with something very different. Going from the Ravens even to the Niners. Now, flip side to that one. What offenses have the Chiefs been dealing with? Well, you had Tua in the freezing cold. That was pretty easy. Then you had Josh Allen on the road doing all the Josh Allen running things, even though he didn't have a great downfield passing game. Then you had the league MVP in Lamar and made him play his worst game of the season. And now you have Brock Purdy. So the Chiefs, thus far this postseason, will be, in my opinion, playing the one of the softer, probably the second easiest defense they've played to Miami and the second worst quarterback they've played to Miami. The Niners will be playing the best defense they've played by a mile and the best quarterback they have played by a mile. And so in all those regards, I feel good about it. And I also feel confident because the Niners don't seem confident. You know what a confident team does? Let me rephrase it. You, you know what a team lacking confidence tweet? does? Well, <laughs> no, no, not even the tweet. Don't make pre-excuses. And all of a sudden, what if the storylines coming out of the Niners camp been, the Chiefs tackles hold too much. It's not fair. And oh, then the turf is too soft. And oh, yesterday, practice the tar- practice field. <laughs> this is outrageous. Fun fact, America. Last year, there was a Super Bowl like there is every year in a city with only one NFL team. So last year, one team got the NFL's facility to practice in. The other team got a local college team. Does anyone know who got which last year with (laughs) Niners-Eagles? Of course not, because the Chiefs were not whiny babies saying, why are we at Arizona State and there where the Cardinals play? Not fair. Give me a break. And then then folks saying, oh, but the the, where the the Raiders have an indoor facility. You know where the Chiefs practiced yesterday? Outdoors, in the rain, in pads. So the pre-game whining and excuses strike me as a team that's a little anxious about the moment. And so there are a lot of factors that favor Kansas City. And if you watched media night last night, there was it was very interesting just if we're going to do some body language doctoring with Patrick Mahomes seeming to approach it as, all right, yeah, this is part of my annual schedule. For the last five years, I've dealt with one of these. I know what's coming. There's going to be a cute kid. They're going to ask me some gotcha questions. They're going to ask me some weird questions. I'm going to have to at some point address my dad's DUI, which is a real thing that is, that's, you know, I feel terribly for Patrick in a lot of regards. Uh, His family is constantly in the headlines for bad reasons, and he mm-hmm. never is. And But I think Patrick can compartmentalize and deal with it, uh, but he knows it. And Purdy last night, totally understandably, had the look on his face of someone 
who kind of couldn't believe they were there. And I'm not, again, I think it's similar to the look Patrick had his first time. This isn't yeah, a was, shot that at was, That was below the belt. That was below the belt. No. I think anybody in their first Super Bowl, if they're a young player, it's a holy... Bright lights. Moment. Yeah. Yeah, bright light. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is real. And this is happening. And that's where the experience matters. The experience of dealing with all of these things. And so, yeah, I am I am highly, highly confident right now going into the game. All right, we have a Never a Doubt update, Demonte. <clears throat> yes, so uh, just a reminder, we are still giving out the Never a Doubt tattoos for the fans who chime in on social media. We have a great, we had a ton of great selections over the weekend. I think we're about to preview a couple. Yeah. Um, and yes. these folks are winners. So I can. So this guy, this guy might not even have room for the temporary tattoo, but he's got the great Chiefs Arrowhead logo, Jason Linick. And I would imagine if we're showing your tweets, you've won one of the tattoos. (laughs) We can go to the next one. Um, This guy has a tweet and a videos. This guy says, "Me, oh yeah, this one's this guy was awesome. Me and my wife believe, uh, due to the fact that." Her and I believe in Travis and Taylor and get Nick Wright and also Mahomes. They did a nice Photoshop and they sent us a video. Let's hear it. No. What do you think, babe? Never a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Nice living room setup, too. I don't know if that's like a loft apartment. That was nice and that was well done. So she's going to get one. And then this guy, who, who went I crazy. showed this to Kevin Wilds yesterday, and Wilds said to me, you're out here ruining lives. This guy <laughs> got a giant, bigger than mine, cold. similar script tattoo on his forearm. So shout out to Simply Riggs or Regs. My apologies. We'll send you one anyway, but great job by him. That was really cool. I didn't Fantastic. see that, Demonze. Till you, uh, till you, uh, you it was like the first thing I, I saw, saw on Twitter when I got on that day or whatever. It, it, so we're still taking submissions. Uh, so just hashtag never a doubt at what's right show. Vic has one. Let's see, Vic. Oh, that looks great. Oh, that yeah, really he, does look just like mine. I think he that's just put really it on this that's morning. really well done. So the only uh, I'll add the only difference between the temporary ones and the one I got is people think if they see my tattoo in person that it's like already fading. You can't really see it on camera like that, and I still haven't figured out how to show this on camera. I apologize. I can't do the body movements to show this properly. Um, But it's not that it's fading. It's that I had them do it. I wanted it to look exactly like how I write with a Sharpie. And so the way the reason it looks like it's faded in some spots is if you're writing and you don't keep like the same pressure on the paper at all spots, you know what I mean? Like with a marker, some things come up a little faded and not, Mm -hmm. and the artist did a great job with it. And so, uh, so yeah, we're still giving those out. All right. What do you mean? Fake sounds like it's it's fading in certain spots. Your sister was there with me. What's so funny about that part of it is, if I may for a moment, is I, DeMonte wanted a tattoo for a long time. 
Demonte wanted his ears pierced for a long time earlier. Yeah, the, and the, his hold mom. On. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You go. No, you no, go. I was, you I go. was just about to say, like the the tattoo. I did want my ears pierced for a long time. The tattoo thing, like I don't think I was ever like, oh, <clears throat> when I leave uh, my hometown or whatever, can't wait to get to get a tattoo. That kind of like spontaneously happened, but it yes, it it did. Uh, yeah. but continue. I'm no, sorry. I mean you're. Listen, by the way. A couple of your tattoos look like spontaneous decisions. Like Wait, I'm not hold on, doubting hold on. that there wasn't a lot of like long term planning going into it. Uh, but um, you just did me dirty, man. Hold on, I know I'm covered I did. up right I'm now. Still, I could have some great tats, dude. Uh, <laughs> you could, ahead. yeah. You could. Um, but as I was saying, so. Demonze's mom said, was it 14 or 16 we let you get your ears pierced? Do you remember? It was. I don't remember. Uh, I think it might have been like 17 or 18. Okay, maybe. I thought it was, no, then it was 16. Because 17 was, a, yeah, it was 16. Um, 16, and yeah, that does make a lot more sense. Sorry. Um, I, I said to him and his mom, as corny as parenting as this sounds, I was like, I think getting your ears pierced is the body art gateway drug. Like, once you get your ears pierced, the only next thing for a guy is tattoos. And I am i wasn't anti-tattoo as far as, like, I think they're bad. I was anti-people getting them when they're young and don't know if they're going to love them forever. And... So I told I uh, I said to Demonze the same thing I said that my dad said to me, um, which my dad saved me by the way, because a unique thing about me, it that people would not expect is right after nine eleven, I wanted to get a massive nine eleven related memorial tattoo about the fireman that died, massive. I fig I knew exactly what it was going to be. My girlfriend at the time had painted like she was an artist, had painted something and I wanted to get this like basically a third of my back in like this. And if I would have gotten that tattoo, I think my entire life would be different. I think it would be just like and and so my dad said to me, said, "Listen, here's the deal. Um when you uh, if you're old enough to, you know, make a decision on tattoos, you're a full grown adult. And that means you no longer get any money, like <laughs> help with college any, you know what I mean? You're a grown man. So the, the day you get a tattoo is the day I stop helping to pay for education is what he always said. And that's, I didn't get a tattoo until. Four years ago, I got you and your sister and your your sister's names on my chest. That was four and I got years your mom's ago? name on my ring finger. Five, Jeez. maybe five years ago, four years Jeez. ago, something like three years ago. I don't know. Um, no, I know exactly when it was. It was in Houston right before the pandemic because we were in Houston to see a Laker game and we got it done in Houston. So yeah, so it was February or January 2020? of twenty twenty is when I got my first Jeez. tattoo, and so. Demonze, I get the reason for this convoluted story is I gave Demonze these same threats and he didn't get a tattoo. And then when he did get one, he tried to hide it from me for a bit, whatever it is. Smash cut to seven years later, 
days after your sister's 18th birthday, I went to the tattoo parlor with her and with she her. got a tattoo and I got the forearm tattoo. And Diora FaceTime Demonze from the tattoo bench or whatever bed, I don't know. And the look and I could he couldn't see me, but I could see him. And the look on his face was one of, oh, you're going to be in trouble. And then Diora <laughs> panned up to show me. And the look on his face then switched to, you've got to be effing kidding me. Yeah. Like, you lectured me about this, and now you're with Diora getting. But that's Times why I have to change, never man. Parents evolve. You know, first, yeah. second, and third. Deanna might have a tattoo when she's like 15. Who knows? Okay. All right. Next, let's go to Brock Purdy. <laughs> All right, so now that you've laid out that there's never a doubt and the Chiefs are obviously going to win, uh, let's just I could totally shine a little... see Deanna trying to get, like, freckle tattoos. She'd be like, no, I could... it's fine. They won't even know their tattoos. That 100% or, like, like, maybe a mole she, or something. A 16-year-old Deanna could be like, no, listen, she'd have a whole PowerPoint explaining why it's a good idea. All right, go ahead, percent. So now that now that we've you've laid out that you've got zero doubt on the uh, Niners beating the Chiefs, you are one step away yeah. from huh. Brock Purdy yep. ending you uh, as far as jinxes. Okay. If by off chance that Purdy happened to beat Patrick Mahomes, would you then call him great or admit to him being good finally? Okay, so let's play the clip from four months ago when I said this uh, weeks into the NFL season. Go ahead. If people are rooting against me, the way this story is supposed to end is with Brock Purdy out-dueling Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. It sounds like heartache. And talk about never a doubt. That'd be hilarious, dude. <laughs> Here's the deal. The question is, if Purdy balls out, does he go from good to great? I'm really glad that's the way you guys phrased it. If Brock Purdy plays great, not if the Niners win, because that's a different question, because there's a yeah. lot of ways to win a football game. The most direct way is have your quarterback play great, but we've seen plenty of football games where the quarterback doesn't play great and the team finds a way to win anyway. If Brock Purdy plays great against this Chiefs defense, win or lose, I will absolutely elevate him in my mind. If in his first Super Bowl, in year two, against this defense, he plays an awesome game, yeah, of course that will matter. Like, all of the stuff matters, guys. And I did something on the show the other day where I just listed the quarterbacks who I currently believe are better than Brock Purdy. And... It was, I didn't think it was insulting, but he came in 14th in the league and I gave him all the ties. So anyone that it was a close call, I gave to Brock. So 14th is right above league average. Folks want me to say things like that. I think Brock Purdy is better than Dak Prescott. I don't. I understand Dak had a terrible playoff game. I don't think he's better than Dak Prescott. Some people want me to say that I think Brock Purdy is better than Justin Herbert. I don't, and they, I understand Herbert's 0-1 in the playoffs. I think the Niners, with Justin Herbert over the last four years, would have a couple Super Bowls and with this roster, and so 
I just, but if he were to go play great in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs defense, of course that would it, that would elevate him in my mind. All right, next. Glad you're being fair about it, pops. That's, I love to hear it. Um, oh, so yeah. Peter, I've Peter always, King's, I've been nothing but fair. Now, now, real quick, well, you, hold on, real quick, real quick. If on the other hand, this Chiefs defense makes Brock Purdy look out of his depth and they roll him up. I mean, I think, all of some things to say there as well. It, yeah, like Brock Purdy is, <clears throat> I mean, they might not have the means to do anything about it, but don't you think if the Chiefs were to like expose him or embarrass him to where like he does nothing, he's not the quarterback of that team next year? I think no. So I That's think That's not that, enough to get him out of there? Well, they don't, they, because here's the thing. I think that if he plays great and they win, he guarantees he's their quarterback long, long term. Right. If he plays terribly, I still think he's going to be their week one starter next year because of the money factor of it. Because they have That's him what I for, uh, yeah, for, I mean, 900 grand for next year and the year after. And they can't even give him a contract extension this offseason if they wanted to. Uh, I thought that if that first playoff game, DeMonze, against Green Bay, if a couple of those dropped pick sixes were actual pick sixes, if they hadn't had the good drive at the end, then I think his seat could have been hot this offseason. But because right. they're there, listen, I mean, Jimmy, the, right now it's kind of the Jimmy G track, in my opinion. Being carried by a great supporting cast, get to a Super Bowl early in your tenure, I'm still not convinced the coach loves you the way he professes to love you. And everyone likes to throw the Kyle Shanahan quotes at me and the teammate quotes at me, but they'd be more relevant if he hadn't said all those same things about Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't know why right. he gets so much criticism. Don't he's a, he's a winner, all these things. Now, I think Purdy is better than Garoppolo. Way more competent. Right? I, I think Purdy. I think Purdy's better than Tua. But that and that's that's one of my frustrations is I have been just as hard on Tua over the course of the regular season and Tua had a better regular season in my opinion than Purdy did. Um and nobody cared. Like the and, and it's a lot of the same and It's crazy cuz you think, think that you have like a lot more beef towards Miami with uh Tyreek Hill going over there think that people would latch well, on to that. Yeah, and and so I th that part I don't I don't totally get. All right, next. All right, so Peter King sat down with Kyle Shanahan for an interview and uh Kyle admitted yeah. that his past offseason the 49ers thought about bringing in Tom Brady to mentor Brock Purdy. Uh the plan was for him to start a year and mentor uh Brock Purdy as he was rehabbing from that elbow. So do you think that Kyle Shanahan actually had plans on doing this or is he trying to get Brock Purdy more bulletin board material. No. So here's the thing. A week ago, Purdy is the one that kind of broke this story. Purdy was being interviewed a week ago by someone from ESPN, and they buried this in the story, and I don't know why. Purdy said on the record that Kyle told him in the offseason, hey, you're going to be our week one starter unless we get Tom Brady. Purdy, That was not anonymous <laughs> so source. That funny. wasn't sources like... say. Um... And, and for some reason, no one other than Florio seemed to care about that story. That is why Kyle was then asked about it, and Kyle confirmed it. 
It also confirms what a lot of people thought, which is that Tom Brady did not want, like, was, you know, ambivalent on retirement. Well, yeah, and, you know, was trying to see elsewhere. And if you remember Brady, like, two weeks ago on Instagram or something, talked about how it would have been he was think he was going to come out of retirement like in March or something but then I forget what it was somebody threw him a party or there was some event and he was like nah it would be too awkward like I think it's very clear the Niners talked to Brady about coming out and gosh darn it I wish he had done it because him oh, retiring yeah, without Mahomes would get to ever ahead. having a chance to beat him in a, the playoffs again is a tough one to swallow. You know what I mean? Is a tough one to swallow. All right, next. Um, yeah, so with a win, Andy Reid has a shot at chasing uh, after Belichick for the GOAT coach with a loss. Yep. Kyle Shanahan will once have another major loss on his resume. Does Reid have more to gain in this game, or does Shanahan have more to lose? Oh, Reed has more to gain. Listen, Kyle Shanahan is one of the five best coaches in football. And I I think everybody understands that at this point. (laughs) No, well, the thing is this. It's not about blaming Brock Purdy. It's that Shanahan has gotten... It is Shanahan's brilliance, in my opinion, and John Lynch's roster building that has allowed a team that has started Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy at quarterback the last five years to play in two Super Bowls. I mean, that's wild. That's really wild and really impressive. And so, uh, I mean, the other people who have started in Super Bowls are Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Stafford, and Joe Burrow. And then it's Jimmy Garoppolo. and. So would you argue it's just as good as a feat as what Andy Reid and all these other guys are doing since he's bringing these guys with bottom-tier talent? Yeah, I mean, I think it's wildly impressive. I think it's wildly impressive. So I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, ah, Shanahan can't win. That's what people said about Andy Reid forever until he got Mahomes. Went to four straight conference championship games, went to a Super Bowl, lost it. Like, tough spot. Here's what I will say about the what Andy Reid has to gain. I don't think people recognize how close he is to Bill. Not from a Super Bowls, but from everything else. Okay. So Belichick didn't get a job, which means he might never get one. Maybe he will, but there were eight openings, no one hired him, and now he's going to be a year removed and a year older. Andy, all-time regular season wins, is 42, I'm sorry, 44 behind Bill. That's four years. Is Andy going to coach four more years? If he does, he will pass Bill in regular season wins. Playoff wins is crazy. How much do you, like, I'll just say it. Bill Belichick is number one all time with 31 playoff wins. And he's Andy got 23. Reed is number two, 25. 25. He's six behind it. So you can, you can see a story where Andy passes him. So let's yeah. just say Andy they win this weekend and Andy coaches four more years. He's not going to catch him in Super Bowls. But if Andy finishes with five Super Bowls to Bill's six, if Andy has more wins, 
has more playoff wins. Bill had eight losing seasons. Eight. Andy has three. Bill, without Tom, has a losing record, no playoff wins, none of it. Andy, without Patrick, went to five conference championship games, went to the playoffs ten times, went to a Super Bowl. Now, Bill is 3-0 and against Andy in the playoffs. Once in Philly and then twice in Kansas City. Point is this. It'll, you'll at least be able to make the argument. But Andy has doesn't have enough time left. Um, you know, he's got to win this one. Uh, and, uh, all right, what's the follow-up? Yeah, so, major, major part of Reed's legacy has been his coaching tree, the coaches that have worked under him. Um, and one of those coaches is Eric Bieniemy, who still hasn't gotten a fair shot at a head coaching job. Uh, could you see a reunion with him and the Chiefs on the horizon? So I would love that. I think Bieniemy at this point has he's either going to be the head coach of the Chiefs when Andy retires, or sick. he's going to be the head coach of a college team. The NFL is clearly not going to hire him, and they like that's just where he is. I think it's bullshit, but it is what it is. Uh, and so, I would, I personally would love for him to come back and get a Gerard Mayo type of agreement, which is in writing that hey, you're our guy after Andy. The problem with that is. I know Florio has floated that Andy could retire this year, that he might retire soon. When Patrick signed that 10-year extension, he said that Andy told that he wouldn't have signed it, a 10-year deal, if Andy didn't tell him he was planning to be there for the entirety of it. So now, maybe he won't hold him to the entirety of it, but for the record... There are one, two, three, four, five, six. There are eight years left on Patrick Mahomes' contract. Also, nothing makes me feel more warm and fuzzy and great than the fact that Patrick Mahomes has eight years left on his deal. I mean, that is, it is just the an all-time, all-time agreement for Patrick to do it and move by Brett B. It's Beach that deal that, that keeps that building and building, too, huh? He's got like a different, he's yeah, got a I weird mean, contract. The, well, so weird, his contract, but... the way his contract works <laughs> is um, it's 10 years, 450 million. That could be 10 years, 500 million. So it averages 45 to 50 million a year, which actually makes him wildly underpaid. But the guarantees are really fascinating because yeah. the guarantees roll 15 yeah, months they early. I don't want to spend time on this. But they Sorry. just, well, and they keep, uh, he it, the contract made him, people misunderstood it. The contract essentially made him uncuttable because each year, the next year's salary becomes guaranteed. So yeah, that, so, that's what it was. That's what it was. I so think it, of. the way it works is like right now, if you look at spot rack or whatever, it looks like, oh, in two years, if Mahomes falls off, the Chiefs could get out of his deal for just $13 bucks. But they can't because by that time, more of the guarantees will have vested. 
So right. like he is the he, he, he the Chiefs took a risk that Mahomes wasn't going to win the Super Bowl and go off the deep end, you know, deteriorate, you know, not be committed, whatever. And Mahomes took a risk that I'm not gonna, I'm probably going to leave two hundred million dollars on the table and not squeezing every dollar out of it. But I think he smartly understood this the legacy. ability for this team to compete. Legacy, legacy and quality of teammates. So mm-hmm. here's the other, and we'll talk about this more on Thursday, but here is the other thing the Chiefs are playing for this weekend. It is not just to be cemented, unequivocal dynasty, not just to have the first back-to-back in the NFL since the Patriots in 3 4 but it is also in order to really become a place, Demonze, that veteran free agents look to and say, I've made enough mm-hmm. money. I want to play in a Super Bowl. That is my only smart option. It, and it, Because if this Chiefs team in a year, everyone except for me thought they were cooked, if yep. they win this Super Bowl, then... If and I'll use a name of a guy who I Mike do not Odell. think is coming to Kansas. Well, I, mean, I love Odell, but Odell's not a great player anymore. Um, but uh, a good example would be I'm trying to think of a Mike Evans is not a good example because I think he's going to make so much money. He's still so good, and he's already won a ring, so he's not the. The person and T. Higgins obviously hasn't gotten paid yet, so he's not the example. But I'll yeah. use someone from a year ago. A year ago, if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl and the free agency that DeAndre Hopkins had last year were to happen right now, it's like, Nuke, you've made a ton of money. You've never been past round two of the playoffs. The one time you were passed in round two, you were up 24 nothing on Kansas City, and then the Chiefs scored 51 consecutive points and beat you 51-31. to That happened in a real NFL game. Demonze, the Chiefs were, up, were down 24 nothing in the first half and led at halftime, 28-24. <laughs> that was, I mean, yeah, it was That's one of the wildest, greatest, yeah, um, was, and the, so was the coach it, fired after that? Yeah, uh, the next year. Okay. It was the last game Deshaun ever played with the Texans. Oh, yeah, okay, I mean, the whole, I mean, they wrecked the entire franchise in that one <laughs> 90 minutes. Uh, but someone Yo. like that, a player like that saying, you know what? I've made a bunch of money. I want to play in the Super Bowl. And you saw... On a lesser extent, the Chiefs were already doing it. Drew Tranquil, who's one of their linebackers, who is not a big name, but has been awesome for them. They got him from the Chargers for one year, three million bucks. Now, he didn't have a massive market, but I can't imagine that was his highest offer. He tweeted out the text exchange between he and Andy Reid after the free agent visit. And Andy texted him saying, hey, now you have my number. Please call me if you're having any questions. We want you here. And then he wrote C Red C Championships. And it was like, hey, man, like, 
come here and you're going to be able to play deep into the season and build a legacy. And so if they win this year, I think that especially on the offensive side of the ball, you're going to have real opportunities. And my other, I don't think it'll happen, but gosh, I hope if they win this year, Chris Jones tells his agents to go to hell right. and he will find a way I'll to take stay. less. Right. Uh, yeah, well, it, and doesn't I, I'm not saying you got to pay Chris Jones, you know, like he's not awesome, but right. he's going to be he's the best free agent available, and somebody will pay him, you know, and a re- I could see the Bears saying we're going to draft Caleb, we're going to draft a wide receiver, and we're going to get the number one free agent available in Chris Jones. Uh, so something like that. We'll see. All right, we've got a new game to play. Uh, keep your questions. And comments coming. Also, we'll do another check-in on Never a Doubt, uh, the tattoo giveaway. We'll do all that next. Quick break. Right back. What's right? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook or clean up make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine what are you waiting for head to factormeals.com slash nick right 
50 and use code NickWright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code NickWright50 at Factormeals.com slash NickWright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back in Watch Right with Nick Wright, episode 214, and this episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Winter can be a bummer, guys, but thankfully we have sports to get us through this time of the year. If you ask me, nothing goes together quite like your favorite foods and your favorite teams, especially this time of year. You got the NFL playoffs, you have pro basketball, you can hang out at home on your couch until it finally gets warm out. U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other fans at a local restaurant or in the comfort of your own living room, earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on your big screen TV. Earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're staying at home and making snacks for the game. And if you're willing to brave the elements, even getting to the game can be rewarding. You'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth 200 bucks if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Live every day your way. Limited time offer. Credit or insurer of this bank is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. All right, Demonze, uh... So we've got another never a doubt check in, uh, and so I think we can show some tweets here. Uh, these yeah. are some cute kids. This one says we're rolling with the Chiefs because my eight year old son and five year old daughter watch First Things First after school every day. We know who's the top Nick's tears in Mahomes Mountain. So how can we lose? Uh, you're so close, Jeff Willett, but there's only one O in lose, believe it or not. You know it's still cinema tattoo. Uh, kids, kids don't take really spelling cheap. tips from dad, but, uh, but other than that, great, great work. Yeah. I think they watch. Why would they not yeah. watch? Look like smart kids. Look Should like I not have pointed goals. out that he misspelled loose? <laughs> uh, Hunt Hoke on Instagram says he plans on showing it off in the second half when something detrimental happens in San Francisco. Uh, I'll be proud of it. Nick's been right all along. That's a great kind of hack. If you, in addition to saying never a doubt, if you'd say that I've been right all along, it's pretty smart. Uh, what's Jake Lee say? Uh, Jake Lee says, I became a Chiefs fan when I was seven watching Joe Montana. That means we're about the same age. You're a little younger than me, Jake. I believe the entire season was a buildup to getting the right people in the right positions uh, for the playoffs. That's why I never doubted them making another Super Bowl. Hashtag never doubt. All right, so keep those coming. Also, you guys can send your... Uh, questions or comments for today's show in the chat. All right, before we get to a new game, Demonte, let's talk a little World Cup. Yo, so it's early, but we have a FIFA forecast for you guys. Uh, the 2026 yeah. FIFA World Cup match schedule is officially out. Look at that graphic. Oh, yes. wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, final, the final will be held at MetLife in Kansas City. It's getting, uh, it's getting six games. Are you pulling? Are you pulling for a spot on the Fox broadcast team? Let's try to be quick with this one. We got yes. a really important game to play after this. But, go ahead. but yes, I'm uh, right now. I'm. You've got. We've got two years 
to plan for this. And let me be very clear. Rob Stone and all of the Fox soccer people do a brilliant job. And they don't need, nor do they want, somebody who's not a huge fan or doesn't know a ton about the players or the teams parachuting in just because the, it's the biggest event in the sports world and it's in the United States. With that said, that is not what I would be doing. I love the World Cup. We did a World Cup contest on this show, and as evidenced by the by FIFA giving the U.S. or giving Kansas City six games, four in the group stage, one in the knockout round, and one in the quarterfinals, they know soccer courses through my veins. And, and so, yes, I absolutely want to be, a, in some way, shape, or form, a part of Fox's broadcast. I have tried unsuccessfully for years to be a part of Fox's NFL pregame stuff with some gambling tips. And, you know, this year I didn't exactly make a great impression because the picks <laughs> weren't great. So I kind of took a few <laughs> steps back this year on that one. Uh, but yeah, I want to do something with the World Cup in Kansas City. I'm not going to ask to, just because the World Cup final is You've almost here in New York, earned that right, to be honest. To be I feel like almost, like you're very... I, I'm not Kansas quite there, City, but you know Cup. what? We've got, we've got time, and shout out to Mayor Quentin Lucas. Since he is my high school track teammate, my good friend... The man who is officiating you and uh, me and your mother's wedding slash renewal of vows, Mayor Quint Lucas, since he became the mayor of Kansas City, the Chiefs have won two Super Bowls. We have held the draft. We have been awarded the World Cup. We're getting six games, and the Chiefs are about to win another one. I mean, really. And he fixed the potholes in the roads, which was super sharp of him <laughs> and a great thing to campaign on. I'm totally serious. Like one of his big no. campaign things was potholes, because and uh, he got to people, it. I'm going to give you guys a, I'm going to give you guys a quick Kansas City anecdote. So one of the main roads in Kansas City is State Line Road, which is exactly what it sounds mm -hmm. like. The east side of the road is Missouri. The west side of the road is Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri, most of it shares the. the on the Kansas side is a very affluent area, whether it's Overland Park or Leewood, which is one of the most affluent uh, zip codes in the country. And you can be on, you know, a road trip throughout Kansas City with your eyes closed previously and know if you're on the Missouri side or Kansas side, because if you're on the if you're on the Kansas side. It's just smoothly driving. If you're on the Missouri side, sounds like you're off-roading because of all the potholes. And Quentin yeah. got after it. It was one of his campaign promises, and he's done a great job with it. So shout out to him. All right, time for our game now. Go ahead. Time for our game. Uh, got Nick Wright, private investigator, all right? So you may not know New this game. about you. You might not know this about yourself, but in addition to being a TV host and a part-time public defender, you are also a world-renowned private eye. Uh, oh, okay. We've oh, got music to like hear on YouTube. Some old, like, film noir, LA confidential music. Like the, the, the I jaded love cop. It. Go ahead. 
So there's there's a few really confusing cases out there that the boys and I down at the station can't quite crack. Uh, we need someone who sees things a different way and who doesn't play by the rules. That'd be you. We need Nick Wright, private okay. investigator on the case. Uh, help us get oh, to the bottom is, of these cases, Demonte, please. Look at, look at this graphic. Yeah, I, I forgot mean, my fedora. Watson or, and Sherlock Holmes. That's great. I love it. All right, Demonze, what's the first one? Um, so the first one, the 49ers are complaining about their practice field at UNLV, uh, saying it's too soft. Authorities are stumped. That's funny because I think they are. Is the is the soft turf part of a larger conspiracy to help Kansas City, or is it the 49ers who are soft? Uh, detective, do you right. suspect foul play? No, I suspect pre-complaining. You know what this is the sports version of, Demonze? This My controller's is like- messing up, like before the game starts. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. That oh oh yeah no it's no problem I'll still win but you know the, yeah. the the square button doesn't work great on this I wasn't right. gonna say that I was gonna say uh, going into a test that you know you're not gonna do well on in high school just like you know saying seemingly out of nowhere to your parents like man Mr Thompson is is just such a bad teacher. Like, you know, I was talking to my classmates and nobody seems to even understand the material. Like, we don't even know what the test is going to be on. Like, I'm sure I'll still do well. But just so you guys know, no, I suspect pre-complaining is what I suspect. So go ahead. What you just said actually reminded me. I don't know if uh, if I got in trouble and like they called you guys about this. There was a time my freshman year of high school that I had a kid. It was my freshman or sophomore year. I had a chemistry test, and um, I was going to do, like, really bad on it. And uh, I took the test. Like, I took it in class, and I just didn't turn it in. Like, I took it with me to my following classes. And, like, three periods later, my teacher shows up in my room, and it's like, where's your test? Took it from me. Like, I got an F on it. I got screwed. I don't know if you guys ever found out about it. I don't know what my plan was. I think my plan was to be like, oh, like you lost my test. Oh, I studied last night. Yeah, Musk, I got to so retake here's it the now. Problem. <laughs> here's the problem on that plan, if I may, real quick. Let's say it had worked flawlessly. Right. And they were like, oh, my gosh, Demonze, I lost your test. Right. Come in tomorrow and take it. Would you have given yourself any chance to have done better? Or would you have then, when you took that test, been just as unprepared? Because my guess is that was not, that was not, again, to mix metaphors, like, hey, I'm filing this appeal to the courts. I think they're going to overturn my conviction. I think that was more of a, I'm filing this appeal to the courts. I want to stay free for a little bit longer. I hope I can get a stay of execution. Yeah, exactly. I hope I can get another two days. Like, that's that's more of what it was. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I I mean, that's, but I I was going to brush up a little bit. Um, That was the plan, but. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing about chemistry. Chemistry, much like foreign language, is not the type of thing you can cram for. Like, there are certain, a history test, an English exam, uh, certain types of math you right. can cram for. But chemistry, 
foreign language and certain other types of math, if you, you don't have keep building. the building blocks, right. you're just cooked. You're yeah. just totally, totally cooked. All right, next. I can. Uh, so the next one. Uh, Caleb Williams is the runaway favorite to be the number one pick, but the commanders hired one of Caleb's guys in Cliffs Kingsbury to be their uh, offensive coordinator. Colin Coward also suggests that Caleb uh, Caleb simply doesn't want to play for the Bears, and he's also from D.C. Detective, do you have suspicions about Washington's motives? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I suspect that Washington is trying to do everything in their power to get Caleb to... Oh, Demasi's got, got Sherlock Holmes pipe. I yeah. suspect... Uh, I like that. Uh, that... Washington is trying to do everything possible to get Caleb to force a trade to or to get his his dad or whomever to try to make it very clear we don't want to play in Chicago, I want to play in Washington. And so I don't think it's going to work. I don't think Washington is I'm sorry, Chicago is going to trade the pick. I think yes, Washington hired Cliff Kingsbury to make it even more attractive for Caleb that he, even more attractive for Caleb that he force a trade to Washington. And guys, the props are unnecessary, and their Demonze is really having a hard time with them, and it's distracting <laughs> from my brilliant take. But thank you, Demonze, for trying to get the fire in the pipe for you to think about <laughs> while I am while I'm answering these questions next. All right. Uh, after rumors of LeBron being on the trade block were shut down, LeBron showed up to the uh, to the garden wearing Knicks colored shoes and the left uh, and left the court with the Knicks towel on his shoulders. Detective is Sheriff LeBron pulling an inside job? No, no listen. I LeBron's not going to play for the. He's not going to force a trade to the Knicks this year. And in the off season, I don't think he's going to sign with them because of his issues with James Dolan. I mean, maybe it's possible. What he's trying to do is pressure the Lakers before the trade deadline to improve the roster and maybe to fire Darvin Ham. I don't know. But, <laughs> I mean, he's he's using the Knicks as a weapon to try to make the Lakers nervous. Um, and, oh, DeMonte's got a okay. I mean, the, the – He's got to get a closer look. Team, yeah, got him fake magnifying glass. I mean, this is, I mean, Demontis is having a great time. All right, ask your questions in the chat next, and we'll do another Never a Doubt check-in. We'll answer your questions. We'll do it next. What's right? Welcome back to What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 214. Do you want a free haircut from Supercuts after this year's big game? If the final score... Of the big game meets 75 points, you could win a free haircut at Supercuts if you register at SupercutsHighScore.com. Why 75 points? Because Supercuts has been cutting America's hair since 1975, and 75 just so happens to be the highest score ever for the big game. So while last year's game came just two points shy of 75, 38-35 was the final, the over 75 has hit four times throughout this regular season. So we're looking for the over 
on Supercuts' high score of 75 points for the chance to catch free cuts at Supercuts salons nationwide. Head to SupercutsHighScore.com to register. Read the terms and conditions for eligibility. All right, Demonte, let's just get right to the listener question. Start with Nikhil Clinton. And don't Nikhil. forget, you can keep tweeting to us at What's Right Show, hashtag Never a Doubt. Try to get some of the Never a Doubt temporary tattoos. But go ahead, Demonte. Nikhil Clinton Francis, hi, Nick. If the Chiefs win, can we get a live podcast from the parade? Maybe. That would be I'm really I'm not invited unwieldy. to the parade, so probably not going to be able to get that done. guys. I don't think you're done. allowed to fly right now. I, I, I probably I could get a blood clot. The yeah, I mean, I mean, I wasn't trying to make light of it, but I think you need to like be careful for the next like month before. That's fair. Um, That's fair. but um, but listen, obviously, you know, first things first has on our schedule our annual trip to Kansas City for the Super Bowl parade. People wondered whether or not you know we'd be making it this year if we were you know pre-booking hotels too early, and I told them, guys, never a doubt. And now, yeah, we should be in Kansas City in a week. Maybe we'll do a podcast. I'm not sure. It depends on the schedule of everything. Next. Greg, Gregor's, uh, Michael, uh, this yeah. guy's got a name on McKen- him. Um, I don't know. That's a Ma- hell of a Polish name, brother. Yeah, Mike, uh, George McKillisk asks, mm-hmm. how, would sure. you appreci- how would you appreciate Mahomes if he was playing for, other t- for another team? For example, the Broncos. It seems so incredible that he joined your beloved Chiefs all the best. Keep up the good work. I don't know. That Listen, seems like a little bit of a I slick would, shot. I, no, I, I mean, I would recognize his greatness. I would not enjoy it as much. Right. I mean, the, the I would, he, he, listen, Mahomes is better and has accomplished more than Luka. But I would put it kind of in the Luka category of, I have no affiliation with the Mavericks. I just, from the moment he started playing, was like, that guy's unbelievable. I love watching him play. It would be harder in the NFL because there is a team I love so much. Um, but, I mean, I would still appreciate how how great he is. All right, next. It is awesome how Mahomes landed in Kansas City, though. It's, 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 but I think here's it's the random. thing that I'll say about that real quick. It's more awesome when you consider the Chiefs had the 27th pick, had a perennial playoff quarterback in Alex Smith, and Brett Veach as a scout had been targeting Mahomes since he was a freshman, and then they got the intel that in his draft, the Saints at number 11 were going to draft him, and they moved up all the way from 27 to number 10 to take him, because they liked him so much. It wasn't a dumb luck. We have the number right. one pick. He's a no doubt. Yeah, it was. And so they earned it. All right, next. Brendan McDonald said, question, bigger Super Bowl quarterback mismatch, Purdy versus Mahomes or Grossman versus Manning? Oh, no. Listen, Grossman versus Manning big, was a bigger mismatch. I think Patrick is better than Peyton. Uh, but Peyton's, in my opinion, the third greatest quarterback ever. And Rex Grossman was bad. I, I don't think Brock Purdy is objectively bad. Like, and, and that Bears team was built on defense and special teams. So that was the bigger mismatch, no doubt about it. All right, next. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten. <laughs> uh, question okay. for Nick. How many, how many Category 3 takes have you had about San Francisco this year? I mean, none so far. 
I mean, I guess that I thought they'd make the playoffs or not win the division. Does that count? I don't know. Like, I, I, the, I mean, I, I picked Detroit to win the NFC title game, and instead they, you know, just had a 17-point second-half lead and couldn't hold on. But, no, we'll see. Um... Keith Mur- Murray, the now once beaten by me easily with his dumb <laughs> question. Great show, everybody. See you guys on Colin in about an hour and a half. See you on First Things First in three hours. See you in Kansas City for a parade in eight days. Talk to you guys later. What's right? <laughs> hey, it's Nick Wright. Thank you so much for watching. Please do us a favor. Click subscribe. It helps my ego. And Demonze's got a financial bonus writing on a number of YouTube subscribers. So help him out. And also click the bell. I don't know what the bell does, but they tell me to tell you to click the bell. And your audio listeners, people that have commutes, drives, whatever it is, subscribe to the podcast as well, wherever you get the podcast. Same show, just you know, just in your ears instead of through your eyes. All that, check it out. Appreciate y'all.